Good morning. This is the BSA Morning Miner on Thursday, the 31st of August. And I, David Scrimner, are with Bolly O'Donnell. How are you today? Yes, very well, thanks. Another fairly quiet morning for mining news, but it's the end of the summer. How are you, though, David? Very well, and I can concur with you there. But let's crack on. Sarabi, unaudited interim results for three and six months. Uh, periods ended 30th of June. Production looks up. Guidance perhaps on track. Um, your thoughts on that? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, six month revenue of uh, just over $30 million, EBITDA of $6.6 million, and net profit after tax of about $5 million. Uh, what's interesting is two thirds of those earnings seem to have come through in the second quarter where production was only 6% higher. Q on Q, but with gains in the in the gold price, um, that's had a quite a significant impact on those um, on the earnings. There wasn't too too much change in the cost base within the six month period. Um, unit costs for Q one were twelve eighty one. And they came down to twelve fifty eight, but that is a significant reduction on uh, the same period last year, where OPEX was fourteen fifteen. Um, AISC moved down similarly year on year from seventeen sixteen dollars an ounce down to fifteen nineteen. Um, so you can see with that um, difference, that's largely that OPEX reduction rather than. Uh, changes to to capital uh, spending, but as you say, yeah, on track for um, that quite tight range of guidance from thirty three point five thousand ounces to thirty five thousand ounces for the for the full year. They increased their net cash by five million dollars in the period, and they also agreed uh, an expiration deal with Valet. Uh, in Brazil, um, so some experimentation potential, which may add some catalysts uh, to the share price in the coming months. Following on from your mentioning of expiration, um, First Tin has applied for a license over the Tinger Tin field. I believe this is in an area where it has expiration potential around the world class to Tonganina, uh, I probably pronounced that incorrectly, tin deposits. What are your thoughts on that for the company? Um, yeah, this is about 50 kilometers away from their existing licenses. Um, reasonably large package of ground they've applied for, um, almost 280 kilometers squared. Um, but there are three zones within this. Uh, Past producing district, um, which have all had historical production in the last two centuries. Um, the three fields all producing between 50,000 and 88,000 tons of tin within their periods of mining activity. Um, these are alluvial targets. Um, so it's harder to get geological markers for exploration as it's mineralized material that's been 
moved down through a river system and then deposited uh, on a floodplain. Uh, so I guess the rationale here is the bigger land package you can get, the better chance of success you have in finding one of the areas of historic tin deposition which you can mine. Um, obviously this was an application though so it'll be a while before they get the results as to whether they've successfully been awarded this license area but the timeline is that that is expected to coincide with the um, Tarong DFS which is the existing project mentioned at the start it's about 50 kilometers away. Sounds uh, an interesting play, sure. And then moving on to um, Abra Silva, final assay results from the phase three drilling at uh, the Jack Zone in um, a project in Argentina, Villabablios, probably pronounced that again wrong, but uh, <laughs> one of those tongue twisters. Uh, yes, I. This last set of results, perhaps not the um, best from this um, phase of drilling, but there have been some really impressive results in this phase three program. Um, the Jack Zone is a step out area from the main Oculto um, zone within this project, and the aim was to. Uh, define the jack zone to see whether it could be incorporated within a new mineral resource estimate that will feed into a PFS. Um, so the highlight from this particular um, set of assays was 64 metres at 148 grams per tonne silver. Um, that sort of thickness is, is representative of the mineralisation here, but there have been some extremely impressive results over the last um, few months coming out from here uh, eight and a half meters at 1952 grams a ton of silver 25 meters at 774 grams a ton 79 meters at 238 grams a ton of silver this is all within this jack zone so we'd expect a quite significant increase in the MRE with a very strong um, average grade and to be mined as an open pit. Whether they'll actually be able to turn this into one large pit based off this drill result, I'm not sure yet, um, but it does look like there is continuity between these two zones based on what they've uh, discovered in this phase. So. Uh, encouraging results from this drill program. Great. Unless you have anything further to add, I think we should perhaps wrap it up here. Uh, no, that's everything for today. Thanks, David. Thank you. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.